0: Welcome to your favorite channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piskor. I'm Jim Rugg. Going to take a look at uh, pretty ambitious projects today, Jimmy. But first, got to let you guys know that the Patreon is out there for the King Kayfabers to mitigate the Kayfabe effect. You join our Patreon at the King Kayfabe level, you get all the videos before anybody else uh, gets access to them, and you have access to the live uh, chat stream uh, as we record these raw videos. We record every video. Uh, for the next week in one clip, and we have a five-hour live stream, pretty much, that, that goes on during that time. July is also the month of Cartoonist K-Fab Comic Book Christmas in July, which is the last Saturday of July. What we do on Cartoonist K-Fab Comic Book Christmas in July is we deliver comic books to the free little lending libraries in our neighborhoods. Uh, go around town, drop as many comics off in those uh, in those little structures as you can. Face some cool comics outward if there's a glass door on there so that people can see comics from a distance. We're creating new comic readers this way and uh, it's something that we're going to continue to do every year. The second time we're doing it and uh, thousands of people participated last time so I'd like 10,000 people or more to participate. Let's move 100,000 comics uh, around this, this fine country. Without further ado, Jimmy, let's take a look at the work that, that catapulted young Rob Liefeld from the pages of Megaton magazine, man, from, from uh, publisher Gary Carlson into mainstream consciousness at DC Comics, Rob Liefeld at the Hawk and Dove miniseries. Uh, also, we'll take a quick look at issue one of his new 52 that comes uh, 22, 23 years later. This is 1988, this is 2011. Let's compare, contrast, and and see see what's what. At the height of uh, the speculator game, off the bat, man, this Hawk and Dove strip. This was a legendary comic at that era when Rob Liefeld was uh, at at his height, and it was actually you couldn't find it cheaply. You really couldn't. It was it was a very expensive comic. Now I have probably two sets. One thanks to the King K, to, to the K Fabers that send us mail, but I have my set that I got for a quarter a piece. You got to set over there, a quarter piece. They
1: were a quarter, yeah. Yeah,
0: so you could find it pretty easily. It was very, very hyperinflated uh, in the days of collecting artists and looking for their first works. But the first thing that comes to mind is, uh, you know, it's a DC comic. So Marvel Method is typically called the Marvel Method for a reason. Uh, I'm presuming that Rob is working from a script here, Carl and Barbara Kessel. So you're getting way more uh, panels per page, in this comic than you would any other Rob Liefeld comic in existence and uh, they're sort of forcing the hand of uh, doing some storytelling. Here's the era Jimmy dude it's, it's in league with Mignola on Cosmic Odyssey How I about think that? that
1: ad looks so good it makes me want to check out that book now you know, as an episode. Yeah. I really like that ad. That's been on the docket for a long time, man. It's crazy. The uh, the first two pages of this comic, I don't know how many words, first three, how many words are on those pages? So many. And then you turn the page and it's like, ooh, there's panels with no words. And you turn the page and it's like, it's another panel with no words. It's another page with very few words. Like, the inconsistency. I did not enjoy this comic. Oh, no. I tried reading it Impossible. Twice? Impossible. <laughs> very hard. And And I can't figure it out because, like, Life out looks like life out here. You know, like that's stuff that I should enjoy more than I enjoy and I can't figure out why I don't. This video is brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Three levels of access to our videos early, And at the King Kayfaber level, you actually get access to all of our videos early and the recording session. So you'll be the first in line to beat the Kayfabe Effect. When you see a book that you wanna add to your collection, you'll get it before uh, the Kayfabe Effect sends it through the roof or makes it hard to find. These videos are also brought to you by the books that we make. You see our bibliography in front of you. We've got some new books on their way or recent editions to our publications. So Street Angel Princess of Poverty will be out later this year from Image Comics. This collects all my Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live which is also available from Image. You can see Hulk Grand Design and the Plain Janes as well and my latest comic True Crime Funny is available directly from my website or on my Patreon. Ed's got some big books coming out later this year, starting with the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. Notice that beautiful gold Foil cover. This is going to collect all of the Hip Hop Family Tree comics, as well as 140 extra pages, and will be out this fall in time for the holiday season. But it has been sent to print, so you're going to want to reserve your copy ASAP to make sure that you get one this holiday season for you or the hip hop fan in your life. X-Men Grand Design is being collected, all three of the X-Men Grand Design volumes in one Easy to read, copy, so pick that one up again. Pre-order it now, it'll be ready for Christmas this year. And Red Room, Crypto Killers, the third season of Red Room. First two issues have been released already, there are two more coming soon, and there are two trade paperbacks collecting the first two volumes. These are all self-contained, so whatever Red Room you find, that's the perfect place to start reading. And now back to our video.
0: Well, he has nothing to do with the words, right? It's true.
1: But it just is not, I I can't tell if this is a DC method of working, you know, where there's just a lot of, so much explanation and setup. What do you
0: think this technique is here, man? Yeah, you got me. Very,
1: very confusing stuff. But it it just confuses me overall based on, I like this art, why am I not getting into this more? Sure. And I don't know an answer to that. Fun to see, you know, a short flashback, but a little flashback to our Ditko you know,
0: created characters. Rob Liefeld, uh, you know, say what you will, man. The, there is a female dove that is in, you know, these TV shows and stuff now. That's a Rob Liefeld creation. Here's that, th- here's that thing that you, you got to avoid. It's a thing that Eastman and Laird did in that issue three of the Ninja Turtles that we pointed out where, like, you got somebody banging through glass. You can't have all evenly sized glass with even spaces apart from... It becomes a texture, uh, more than it, it is broken glass. It's too even. Yeah, and there's some great stuff like directional devices,
1: you know, coming down on our Hawk. Um I, I don't have fault with anything individually, but what my takeaway was, no big panels. Yeah. And While you're on a splash page, of course, you know, wh- how else could it go? Right. But overall, like, none of these big panels, and I wonder, like, how much of that kind of pacing and image storytelling style, if that's the element that's missing. Yeah. Like, give me that excite-
0: exciting shot every two pages or so and it's not quite there yet. We are in the same location of X-Force number two with Kane, Kane versus uh, Deadpool. Because this is we a know- sound
1: stage in the Extreme Studios back oh, we, have, uh,
0: we have crates.
1: <laughs> this is funny. This is the funny pose. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it really looks like yoga with
1: Adrian. <laughs> you know, it feels a little bit crowded whenever you do get one of the shots that look like that's a money shot, right. but it's just a little bit crowded or something. And, you know, some of that can be a young Rob Liefeld He's figuring as well. stuff
0: out. He's figuring stuff out, man. Like, on when, when you got something like these four panel pages, there's not, like, one kind of dominant panel. They're all kind of evenly spaced figures in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, an extreme close-up. We looked at some early McFarlane from around this era. I like, you know, you see inventive stuff. Like, to me, that's a pretty cool idea, concept. Um, This even reminded me a little bit of uh, Hip Hop Family Tree with the light, you know, the light shining down. So there's interesting stuff there, but I just want a little bit more. Like, here we go. There's a close-up. So now you're breaking up the types of panels that we're looking at. But you turn
0: the page, and this is very much kind of uh, noisy. You think Rob Liefeld had fun drawing this spread? (laughs) I don't know about that. I think he just wants to be drawing punching and stuff.
1: There's a lot going on though, yeah. you know, from an expositional narrative standpoint, there is a lot packed into this. And I think that might be one of those things that I'm just, I'm not that eager to read in-depth backstories of these characters. Cause quite frankly, these characters are not, uh, it's not too interesting
0: yeah, once you this, start reading it. And this is just a boring villain. And I feel like it's the only villain of Hawk and Dove. Like when this becomes a regular series, as a kid, I got one issue and that was the bad guy.
1: Look at how many teeth are in that mouth. That's
0: a Rob Liefeld mouth,
1: baby. (laughs) Like Toad. But, you know, like a spread like this. Tell me what's going on, and then isn't there a better way to do this spread? Yeah.
0: Boring, boring, boring. There's a good one, man. They can sort of make good on your uh, deadlines.
1: Add for the Prisoner comic. Good piece of art. Probably... I hate to crush on that series too much because I tried reading it 20 years ago and didn't like it, so it might be better than I remember, but I was disappointed in it.
0: Yeah. Carl Kessel Inker, uh, I believe there's like a lot of language about um, Kessel finishing the feet, fixing the feet all the time.
1: <laughs> that sounds like internet talk for this. Yeah. Cover uh, of issue three, by the way, Valentino's name's on there too. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. So okay. I, think, uh, I think for... Studio mates. Right, exactly. And it makes sense that your inker's going to have some influence early in someone's career. I remember hearing that about, like, the um, Sword of Azrael. I think it's Kevin, o- Kevin Nolan over top of Joe Quesada. And I remember hearing, you know, like, there's a lot of Nolan on those pages as a result. Yeah. So I think that's not uncommon that you get a veteran inker on top of a young penciler. How everyone gets along, I don't know. But. Right. There, there was a system, you know, it's almost like old wrestling of like, this is how you would work through, uh, you know, get a guy to, to learn how to work. There's a symmetry to this grass that looks like copy pasted. You know, that's a good example. Well, beyond the copy pasted grass, but looking at it is like, okay, what page is exciting? I kind of like that page. Oh, you yeah. know, we've got a little room to breathe. You get to show off the art a little bit. The characters
0: look pretty cool. A lot of horizontal, like like so much a uh, wide wide screen, uh, throughout this comic. Yeah, I wonder what the choice is
1: behind that. If that's something that's driven by writer or artist.
0: We getting Road Pig in here? <laughs> Remember Road Pig? I do. <laughs> I had very few figures as a kid, and Road Pig was one of them. It's a good one, dude. Because you like the boss, you know. It's pretty. Oh, dude, it is Road Pig. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't they bleach his hair? <laughs> Boy,
1: those pants are amazing, dude.
0: <laughs> those pants are just amazing. He's look, a leather daddy. Look at that. <laughs> He's a leather daddy, man. I feel kind of
1: bad that Liefeld wasted that on uh Hawk and Dove and didn't didn't, didn't bring that to Image or X-Force. How about that? Jimmy? Pretty cool. I love this cover though, because it's uh add guns. How do how, you know, like from the very beginning it was like, how do you make these superheroes cooler? Add some G.I. Joe guns.
0: And it makes it makes sense, man. Like uh the pacifist is the dove.
1: You get to this splash page, and again, like, this is starting to feel more like, okay, now we've got an artist asserting himself a little bit here. That scale really
0: comes through. Yeah. He's playing with scale more, too. Like, you get close-ups, you get f- p- far away views, you get some mid-shots. That's
1: the thing that you start to see happen across the course of this miniseries. I think he starts to get more confident as an artist.
0: Yeah. You know how that goes, too, because, like, to this day, you start a new project, and you're a little less sure-footed the first couple pages. Like, is, hey, veterans... Will there ever be a time where you just hit the ground running on a a new comic? Because, like, it's never happened for me.
1: Yeah, and the way the comics, especially of this era, are built, you just don't get that time programmed in.
0: Some more of that era, dude. I had this exact mask. Oh, man. We still have this mask. My mom has it at the crib, and every uh, Halloween, she makes, like, a dummy and puts that on the uh, porch. That thing's got to be, like, melted at this point. Oh, it's all good. But But the gloves are long gone. I bet the stuff coming
1: out of that mask, if you put it on your head for five minutes. Oh, you're,
0: you're sick. You're, you're, <laughs> you're going to get sick, man. COVID-2024.
1: Yeah, that can't be right. There you go, right? We've Super got a bigger... Butch. Once again, now this is the second issue in a row where we're getting a half splash or more on a page. And I think you start to see it. Even that open panel really breaks up that spread.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give some room to breathe. Rob liked his, his, uh, his down shots, man. He held on to those for a real long time and this is that thing too where like the scale's a motherfucker right like you got your super tiny characters you got a ass fire plug
1: it's hard i always liked those though when i was trying to figure this stuff out they always impressed me uh-huh and i would try to uh figure out how to do my own version of them yeah
0: drawing the figure like to t- mixed results tough. scale sure.
1: is definitely the thing that is tough and for, for me in that kind of a pose
0: yeah jeff darrow says start with the door start, Interesting. start with the door
1: Get the door right. More of these wide panels. Again, I wonder, like, is that a Rob Liefeld choice or what? And look at how, like, I see shades of, like, Mike Manola. We totally. just saw that cosmic ad, and Absolutely. it's kinda like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Who's looking at what at this time? Oh, yeah. Even some of the figures have a certain blocky solidity to them that reminds me of some of Mike Manola's figure work. Who would expect to see any crossover of that sort?
0: He was definitely the cartoonist cartoonist of, of, of this era. Absolutely.
1: That Black Orchid ad. So cool. Pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I love seeing these ads, dude, as as kind of a snapshot of where we are. I've I've been having Invasion poll, dude. Uh, if this Looky Lou does well, man, we'll do a McFarlane Looky Lou with uh, the Invasion stuff. Because... Now the thing is with the with Invasion that's way more readable because it's Keith Giffen doing the layouts and writing and, and he's just a better storyteller than than the Kessels.
1: Well, here's what's interesting: we looked at a McFarland's first Spider-Man, yeah, 1988. This book, 1988, okay, a little bit later in the year, he must have been doing Invasion overlapping with Spider-Man, and those Invasion books are big, aren't they? Like like
0: forty pa eighty pages. As so, as yeah, it says that. yeah. I mean, that's what I said uh, in the Spider-Man issue. Like he in the, in this year, that's there was a month or two. And he didn't do the third issue, so he's probably, like, totally powered it out. But he did over 100 pages of comics. Um, and I think it was an era where, like, the Spider-Mans were bi So he's doing two Spider-Mans, he's doing a Hulk, and he's doing Invasion. You know, that's 120 pages, something like that. That's a good month. That's a good paycheck that month.
1: Battleground Earth. Is that that terrible L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> I think so, right? <laughs> that, 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 considered, like, the worst movie yeah, since with Plan 9 your, from <laughs>
0: All right, man. Let's look at the last one real quick. Oh, this is cool. Kind of bending reality, but I feel like, I feel like in order to do that, you got to sell it more. Maybe you even have one across the face.
1: Yeah, it's very subtle. Probably too subtle in hindsight, but I'm glad to see him taking a shot. That's how you figure this stuff out.
0: Rob doing some of his screen door technique that we'll see in X X uh, Force. A lot of backgrounds there. Not a bad bomb. Man,
1: look, even the comics were doing their, their 900 numbers. Oh, yeah.
0: I, when we got to that Nightmare on Elm Street, I was thinking that it would be a, a 900 number because I remember Call Freddy. <laughs> and I think it's very threatening. Like I, th- I think I saw a YouTube where it's like, I'll invade your dreams if you get off the phone too early. <laughs> like, that, like Like that type of shit. You better stay on this phone, or else I'll invade your dreams.
1: It does feel to me like Life Out is is kind of becoming Life Out in the course of this miniseries.
0: Yeah, getting this is probably breaking the first one, really breaking the grid.
1: I mean, you know, this could easily fit into a New Mutants issue. Yeah, and be strong. You know, even these pages feel like he's found a way to make them breathe more. You get close-ups. It doesn't feel as crowded page-wise. Yeah. You ever read the original
0: Hawk and Doves, the Ditko Hawk and Doves? A couple Dubs? issues, yeah. I got a couple Steve Skeets, Steve Ditko Hawk and Doves. That's a nice ad. How about it, man? Brand new joint.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that's Malcolm Jones III, maybe.
0: Still, Sam Keith is, is, oh. the, is the original guy. And then Dr- <laughs> There's, Bless Rob. Because there's nothing about this comic that makes me want to read it. And I bet there was very little that made him want to draw it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet it was not this page. Look at, look at how not Rob Liefeld that image is. Totally.
0: It's really that... It's really... <laughs> A lot of
1: touch-up on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really that like, kind of Megaton era kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, this is impossible to read. Um, I'm betting you that when you have these scenes of domesticity... It's all kinds of uh, duality talk of, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, even here you got a Betty and a Veronica. He has to choose between which, which chick he wants to bang or whatever. Uh, not too inspiring, but it must have done well enough, man, because it got a regular series after, after this.
1: Yeah, and like you said, it was definitely a book that was on my radar early on. Like, as soon as Rob... I mean, Rob's next stop is is New Mutants, pretty much. Yeah, he'll
0: do a couple little fill-in things over at Marvel, and then off to the races, man. So, that's 1988. Now let's take a look at, uh, you know, Rob Liefeld is Rob Liefeld. Jim Lee is half publisher.
1: I feel like this is the ultimate part of this video. is just the comparison between Hawk and Dove 88 versus now, like even the logos and stuff like, right. Weirdly, this is your future. comic. Like you get to see both versions of this.
0: Yeah. I did the same obelisk that shows up in, uh, in the original miniseries. He's playing the hitch, Jimmy
1: and life credited as artists. So I don't know whether he's, inking this or it's reproduced it looks like ink it does not look like it's reproduced from pencil right but he's the guy right
0: like there's no uh ink or credited ricky Purden as assistant editor he's over at marvel now and he's a cool cat because uh he's done with all kinds of comics like he's at least at the time when i was at, at uh, marvel he his uh profile picture on the interwebs man was drawn by uh, Gabriel bell so he's down with, like, good comics. It's just he works... He probably, you know, you don't draw or nothing. So if you want to work in comics and you don't draw, it's Marvel DC. That overpowering color kind of shades things. I wonder what Rob thinks about this kind of thing. Like, when they fuzz out his artwork. Like, is that something that you're okay with?
1: Yeah, but, that artificial depth of field.
0: Uh-huh. It's so bizarre
1: looking at this stuff. The coloring is is strange. Yeah. But, but also
0: almost like a house coloring style probably at that time. But you're getting full life out here. Very few panels per page. A lot of bombast. Very few backgrounds.
1: And uh, focus on Hawk, right? The the fighter. The, in the fun group. stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he referenced this uh, this plane. You think? Oh, it looks like it. <laughs> Pulling from from the morgue files for that one. By God, there's some storytelling here, man. Yeah,
1: I am looking at I'm looking at this guy running from the uh plane that's about to crash into I guess the Washington Monument. That's just too much, right?
0: It's a lot. That's just too much. What are they doing?
1: They would do like in painting class, it'd be like local color. Like if you knew an orange is an, is orange and you paint it that color, but meanwhile we've got lights set up and you know it's sitting next to something that's green and you know, it's not the way it works, and I feel like you get some of that in the coloring of this issue.
0: Right. You notice, man, this might be the only uh, piece of uh, domesticity in this issue. Much less of that. Much more costumes. Yeah. Oh, a
1: little
0: dead man appearance.
1: I'm curious if people want to... Boy, I hate to throw this out here. I might regret it. But uh, comments on what the good books that came out of this 52 launch were. Yeah.
0: There's one there's one that comes to mind.
1: Cuz I just saw like George Perez on that Superman, I bet that probably looks pretty good. There's that Keith Giffen
0: Is it Omac? Like what was the Keith Giffen joint? That, that sounds that, reasonable. That that came out through cuz like what was cool about it was you had this characters barreling through and the color was good cuz like there would be different scene changes and the color would change and things man fuck it's it's totally I just remember like a calabac type character breaking through shit was it Mr. Miracle? Man, I forget what the Keith Giffen joint was, but that but that was a good one. Yeah.
1: It's interesting to see these inks. You know, they're they're a lot different than the early days of his career. Yeah. But there's still some
0: organic quality to them that I appreciate. And you notice like the little ink dabs cuz he will it's all fine liners. He doesn't use the dip pen or anything like this. Man, I have mixed feelings on that Hawk and Dove logo. Right. There it is, man. Little Looky Lou. OG Rob with uh, 2011. New 52 Rob. I think he had a couple titles, man. I think he had a Hawkman.
1: Yeah, that that sounds right. I think he took over Lobo for a few issues. Like, I don't think he launched it with yeah. the number one, but I, I think they might have swapped creative teams or at some point he took on Lobo for a little bit.
0: Interesting initiative, man. But 52 comics of uh, homogenous superhero fare that didn't take any of these characters anywhere.
1: And also, how long did it last? Was I, it like two years and then
0: they... And I think it just pissed Started the, falling back into yeah, like old numbers and yeah, stuff. It's just, it just uh, you know, it's stunting. We did that uh, recent episode about uh, comic book events... But DC and Marvel, all they do is stunt. They, they, it's never a real event.
1: Yeah, uh, fun to see a char- an artist do characters like this across decades and yeah. careers. Yeah. Um, that said, I don't know that I'd be reading these comics outside of Cartoonist Kayfabe. <laughs> this was
0: sent to us by a uh, Kayfaberman, PO box uh, in the description below. I think it makes for an interesting video, like I said, and
1: I had no idea Out did his own inks on there, so uh, that's probably one of the biggest plus takeaways for
0: me of this. Good to go? Yep. Kayfabers like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available. Cartoonist Kayfabe comic book Christmas in July is rapidly approaching. Last Saturday in July. We're taking uh, a bunch of comic book doubles. We're taking a bunch of uh, our comp copies and uh, going to spend a couple of dollars at the dollar bins and find some cool stuff that might be in the local comic shops. And we're dropping all of that material off to the free little lending libraries in our neighborhoods. Uh, we urge you to do the same. Last year we had thousands of people participate. I'd like tens of thousands of people to participate this year. We got tens of thousands more subscribers. Let's do it. This is the Real Free Comic Book Day, last Saturday in July. The Patreons on the Cartoonist Kayfabe uh, channel, uh, who are at the King Kayfaber level, completely mitigate the Kayfabe effect by by getting all the videos before anybody else gets them. Uh, They also are hanging out with us in the streaming chat room that we put up every week whenever we record a new round of videos. Uh, So that completely takes the Kayfabe effect out of the equation for them. But the vids are brought to you by the books that we make, and coming soon is the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. I should be getting a uh, an unbound copy of all the interior pages sooner than later to show off on the channel, Jimmy. But we're looking at a 504-page uh, compilation of the four, first four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree with 140 pages of uh, additional materials and uh it's coming to you in time for Chris, for christmas the other comic that i'm putting out in time for christmas is we're bringing uh x-men grand design back into print and uh it's going to come to you in a trade paperback edition some of those volumes like i said they've been out of print but we're recollecting all of that material in time for the holidays and red room crypto killers is my new comic two volumes out right two issues out right now two trade paperbacks of the past seasons of red Room are out there murder on the dark web for fun and profit issue three of crypto Killer is going to have a backup feature that introduces a, a version a proto version of the characters i'm going to be doing my daily strip about and i encourage you to grab that issue as kind of like a hot key in the ed piscor bibliography the first appearance of my next round of uh, comics project characters jimmy tell the people what you got coming out
1: my latest comic, True Crime Funnies, is available on my Patreon at patreon.com slash jimrugg or on my website at jimrugg.com. Uh, these are three nonfiction comics, two wrestling stories, and one straight-up true crime comic. Uh, Street Angel, Princess of Poverty is my next book coming out from Image Comics later this year. This features all the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadliest Girl Alive, and the uh, other volume that Image published and just released a new edition of. So get both together, they'll look good as a set on your shelf. Hulk grand design the treasury size fluorescent green book you cannot miss it get it while supplies last and finally the plain Janes the first young adult graphic novel still in print and available wherever books are bought and sold
0: there are another another couple of ways that you can support the cartoonist kfab channel however Jimmy let those people know
1: subscribe to the cartoonist Kfab newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist Kfabe t-shirts merchandise mugs fanny packs stickers and more at our spread shop that link is also under this video All
0: great ways to support the channel. Give those more chinglers, Jimmy.
1: will be on our way. Read more comics.